At the Cryptid Keeper podcast, we love to laugh at the darkness, but we would never laugh at the rich cultures that explore it, or the unique cultural significance of the creatures explored. The jokes within are on no one but us. We encourage additional research on the subjects covered here, and hope that a comedy podcast is not your primary source of information. We hope by now you know this, but just in case, please stay out of any strange bodies of water. You never know what's lurking beneath the surface. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Cryptid Keeper Podcast, the podcast for cryptids and their keepers. That's us, and if you're listening, it's you too. I'm Alex Flanagan. And I'm Addison Peacock. I'm sorry. Why am I laughing? That's not a joke. That's my name. Addison's laughing because I keep doing this thing where, like, for the five minutes before we start recording, I just, like, am the most ridiculous anybody has ever heard me. And then I just immediately go right into our intro, and she's never ready for it. So it's my fault. And I'm Addison Peacock. And I'm Addison Peacock. I'm so glad you brought that up. It's really nice to be back in, like, vocal fry land because I was recording some lines for something earlier. And I had to sound like an actual functioning human woman. And now I'm just kind of like... I'm in the opposite because I am uh, currently recording an audiobook where the main character exists almost exclusively in vocal fry. Nice. Uh, Like, like, this was requested. I didn't just make this as, like, an actor choice. But, like, yeah, the main character exists almost exclusively in vocal fry. So my voice is like... This is where I do my teens. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool teens talking vocal fry. Cool teens talking it's vocal fry. Yeah. Anyway, um, so are you ready for this week's cryptid? Are you ready to meet this week's cryptid? I know a little bit about what's coming, and I I don't know if I'm ready. A tiny bit. This feels a little bit game showy because this week's cryptid was not decided by me exclusively. It was decided by our Patreon donors. So if you're yeah. not on our Patreon, that's a cool way to like get some influence over the show directly. We run like a limited democracy here at the cryptid keeper <laughs> what is we run a an oligarchy a little bit a tiny bit yeah if you worship one of the elder gods which is our bank account then you are allowed to come in and it's an aristocracy influ- there you go oh that's a that's a bummer that's a big old bummer um i don't care for that one bit nah all I mean, right like sometimes we just do stuff directly via twitter but anyway no, that's true. but this one came from a patreon poll which i held in which i asked my beloved patreon fans to choose between one of four cryptid and the one they picked out for you today, it was a close race, but eventually we ended up with, are you ready for this? New Jersey Gator Man. The New Jersey Gator Man. The New Jersey Gator Man. I don't have a Jersey accent that won't be offensive. I mean, I don't have any jokes about New Jersey that aren't going to be offensive. It's an, it's an, it's. <laughs> She's working really hard on this one, folks. It's a New Jersey Gator Man. It's a New Jersey Gator man. What are you going to do? You pull him from the water and he just starts eating kids. <laughs> you pull him out of the water. What's he do? He just goes for it. <laughs> um. Is he a man or is he a gator? I don't get it. I don't Forget get it. about it. That's not New Jersey, is it? <laughs> it's a little bit. Something, something, Jersey Shore. This joke expired in 2009. But the New Jersey Gator Man is eternal. <laughs> um, actually, we're kicking it back even further than that for the New Jersey Gator Man. Ooh. Because here's the thing about the New Jersey Gator Man. Oh, my God. Um, I messed up real bad. 
and I allowed the users to select a cryptid about which very little information exists, apparently. I was so excited when I put them on the poll because all I saw when I, like, skimmed information about the New Jersey Gator Man is that there are tons of eyewitness accounts. And I was like, ah, dope. This is going to be, like, the sickest, choicest material. And I go to look it up, and apparently none of these eyewitness accounts exist anywhere in any written format. I guess just a lot of people saw it, and they're like, yeah, I saw that, but, like, won't. Alex, let me tell you what you got to do. Let me tell you what you got to do. You got to go down to the Jersey Shore and you've got to wander in like a, into like a like a like a salt soaked sea captain's bar. <laughs> and you got to sit at the bar and you got to and you got to get asked for like a big tall ale. I don't know what a sea captain's drink. You got to ask for a big tall ale and you got to Let's say, workshop this. So you be the person coming into the bar and I'll be the bartender. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So you're like some hotshot reporter from out of All town right. looking for information on the New Jersey Gator Man. Okay. And here I am cleaning cleaning glasses at the bar. It's like That's awesome fully work. Hey there, uh, give me a dark and stormy. Dark and stormy, eh? Ain't nobody asked for one of those in 25 years. How long has it been since you heard tell of the New Jersey Gator Man? There is no New Jersey Gator Man! There never was a New Jersey Gator Man! Get out of my bar! (laughs) That got real weird real fast. So the year is 1973. Summertime on the Jersey Shore, specifically. <laughs> I'm recovering. We're right. focusing more in uh, the Newton Lafayette area, okay. which means very little to me as that, a non-resident of New Jersey. I've been but, to New Jersey once ever, and it was so I had somewhere to sleep before I went into New York the next yeah, day. Same. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, was it in the Newton Lafayette area? I don't know where that is. Well, were there gator men? <laughs> Possibly. Was it 1973? No. Then your experience isn't relevant to this story. <laughs> Summer of 1973, the residents of New Jersey's Newton Lafayette area were plagued by what eyewitnesses described as a large humanoid alligator. A local journalist covered the story and compared the creature, and this is, like, covered through several accounts. The creature was compared to an enduring Native American legend in the area Okay. about a different creature, which was a giant man-sized fish that could never be caught. So maybe these things exist in sort of the same world, and that's why we don't have physical evidence of the New Jersey Gator Man, because it also can't be caught. Wait, hold that thought for just a second. Our mirth was too much for the microphone to handle. Addison? Yeah? If somebody can't handle you and you're happy, they don't deserve you. (laughs) You're so right. You're so right. Um, Anyway. My next favorite quote directly from this article that I'm reading on unknownexplorers.com says, Perhaps what makes the New Jersey Gator Man stand out the most amongst the other lizard men (laughs) is the fact that its existence was publicly acknowledged by a state employee. What? Yeah. Now tell me whomst. Whomst. Whomst would have done this thing. That would be Alfred Holstruck, a New York City conservation naturalist. So he's from New York? From New York. And his statement came several years later. So the summer of 1973 is when this all started happening and when we have a lot of eyewitness accounts that I can't find for the life of me yeah. about the New Jersey Gator Man. And uh, the speculation that it was tied to local Native American legend about the half-man, half-fish creature that can't be caught. Um, and this sort of atmospheric dread is pervading the beach. Like, think Jaws, but with a Gator Man that hasn't actually hurt anybody. Why didn't we make that movie? I'm still waiting on it, actually. Where is it? Uh, is this what the creature from the Black Lagoon is about? Maybe. Is that set in New Jersey? No. I didn't think so. I'm just... You specifically called the New Jersey Gator Man. So if it's not set in New Jersey, probably not the same. <laughs> he is true. different from the other lizard man. <laughs> Which I love. I love that. Is he the lizard king? He may be. <laughs> we may be in, like, a Donkey Kong Country scenario where this is, like, Captain K. Rule coming out of the deep waters here. I love him. 
Um, um, anyway, so this New York City conservation naturalist reported in 1977, so four years later, um, reported that the state's southern tier was the apparent home of a scaled, man-like creature, which appears at dusk from the red, algae-infested waters. And I don't know if that's red, algae-infested waters or red algae-infested waters. I think There's red no algae. Hyphen. There's no hyphen. I choose to believe it's the other one. To forage among the fern and moss-covered uplands. Aww. Although this is the only official comment in regards to the New Jersey Gator Man, the simple fact that a city official publicly acknowledged the creature says something for its credibility. That is very interesting. So there is no physical evidence of the Gator Man anywhere. It's all just hearsay. It's all speculation. But again, since somebody, a state official, was so willing to go on record publicly as having seen this thing, that bodes pretty strongly for it. It's also interesting to note... That alligators are not really, like, a New Jersey thing, Yeah, what are they doing there? Well, we'll get to that, because I did some research on that as well. Oh, man. But while I was looking for that, I was looking for other sightings of gator, like, the gator man of New Jersey. Okay. And there isn't a lot. But what is interesting is that even though the sightings of the um, New Jersey gator man are only sort of around that specific summer, and then a couple years later when the guy came out and, and said so, there are several experiences of alligators being pulled from New Jersey rivers. Pardon me? And they're recent. No. Yeah. No. Let me let me just pull off some headlines but, for you. But but May 6th, 2010. New Jersey family experiences second tragic loss as daughter is killed by crocodile. Oh no. Yep. In New Jersey? We're going to keep going. Are you ready? Okay, give me. I'm going to find the, I'm trying to find the correct order these were all in. That one's... I'm going to say my aunt found a crocodile in her uh, swimming pool, but guess where she lives? Florida. Yeah, and there are Florida gator men, too. But that's not nearly as interesting to me because, like, that's where they go, right? The gator men? The gator men. <laughs> that's where they belong. I mean, there was a gator man. Uh, they're getting some traction in the media because there was one in that Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man movie. Oh, that's right. That Spider-Man villain that I couldn't care less about. Yikes on bikes. Okay. He's called the lizard? Yes, the lizard. The He's lizard. probably also a gator man. He's like the New York gator. Maybe he was a New Jersey gator man. It's a short commute. It's New York is not. Yeah. I mean, but are you going to want to commute in that traffic every day just to terrorize people <laughs> with your lizard form? I sure wouldn't. Yeah. Um, so Wednesday, July 8th, 2015. Four-foot alligator captured in New Jersey River. Mm. By the police. Although, like, I'm not sure how reputable this source is, because even though it is from, like, NBC New York's news site, there is a headline just underneath it that says Tom Selleck accused of stealing water for California Ranch. <laughs> Wait, I actually think I've heard a little bit about that, though. <laughs> um, I don't even know. I was going to say, did you say the police captured this gator? Elmwood Park Police Chief Mike Foligno said officers saw a four-foot-long alligator in the water off of River Drive after being called to the scene by a fisherman. After the sighting, they called state wildlife officials to hunt down the creature. Gator Squad. I love it. Authorities tracked the reptile for nearly two hours before corralling it. Chopper 4 footage from the scene showed one searcher stirred a rod in the water before another can be seen pulling the gator out with a catch pole. Serious question. I don't mean to... uh. To frown on their decisions here, but did no one call animal control? Uh, well, they they did. They called okay. the wildlife. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. State okay. wildlife officials. I was going to say, really, 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 really want to maybe stick to your area of expertise. Right. And, so there's uh, that one. Here's another one. Updated Thursday, July 7th, 2016. Let me see. Yeah, a small alligator recently found in a lake. Are they all really little? 
Uh, this one's real tiny. Um, the, the last one that was, one is adorable. And the last one was four feet, but this one is about two feet. Four feet's still kind of little. Yeah. Let me posit something. Yes. These are his children. Spawn of Gator Man. <laughs> his his brood. If These you will. are the sequel. His brood, if you will. And then here is the most recent and also my favorite. Updated May 19th, 2017. Okay, give me. Alligator spotted in New Jersey Town's Duck Pond. <gasps> no! An alligator was seen near a duck pond just off of Metro Way on May 3rd, city officials said. This was in uh, Secaucus. A duck pond, or as that alligator calls it, the buffet. Are you ready for this from the Jersey Journal? Yes. Secaucus. The duck pond here has more than just ducks lurking through the swampy waters. I would never describe a duck as lurking. <laughs> or hopefully the waters of your pond is swampy. <laughs> uh, an employee was cleaning around the pond near Metro Way on May 3rd, preparing for the town's annual fishing derby when he reported seeing an alligator. And then the alligator and the ducks became best friends and no one was hurt, right? Crews, including the mayor, searched around the pond looking for the gator, estimated at roughly two and a half feet, and could not find it. Um, Secaucus contacted the state's Division of Fish and Wildlife, but officials did not respond. The DEP agency said the animal would likely not survive long in the cold water. No Mm. one knows for sure where the alligator could have come from. So this is what raises an interesting thing, right? Is it like, to see an alligator itself is weird in New Jersey. Yeah. Right? To see an alligator, like, man-creature hybrid to be native to New Jersey is Mm. even weirder. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Yeah. And I looked something up on this. And I went to a very reputable source. I think you'll agree with me. Yeah. Answers.com. Oh, yeah. I love Answers.com. I went to Answers.com. And there is some hard and fast research on the subject. Okay. Okay. Take me. So the first question, just I wanted to keep things simple. Are there alligators in New Jersey? And uh, the answer by Angie B. with 37 confidence votes is maybe in a zoo, but not walking around. <laughs> well, she's wrong. <laughs> Yo, Angie, you're, you're so wrong. I love that answer, though. Are there alligators in New Jersey? Maybe in a zoo, but not walking around. That's pretty snarky for someone who's lurking around on Answers.com. So let's go a little further down the rabbit hole. Here's the next related question. Are alligators legal pets in New York? <gasps> oh, yes, huh? you can get put eye jail for that. <laughs> Don't think that's what legal means. Give me that one. Give me one. one more time. Give me that. Are alligators, capital A, legal pets in New York? Yes, you can get put out of jail for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. One more. And just like this is building up sort of our area of reference, right? Okay. Are there alligators in New Hampshire? The only alligators in New Hampshire's are in zoos. Alligators <laughs> can't live in such cold climates. That's what I would think, right? That's what you would think in any of the Hampshire's. However, I do recall, and this was also, like, bear with me, this was, like, an email forward that would, Mm -hmm. like, come from my grandma, but, so, like, maybe not the most reputable, because it was also, like, the same kind of thing that was, like, don't talk to people in mall parking lots, because they'll make you sniff ether. Um, (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you have heroin needles are under the gas handles. Exactly, but it did say that there was a trend when people would buy baby alligators as pets, and then when they started to get big, they would dump them. And that seems to be the prevailing theory here, at least Mm -hmm. with the alligator sightings. Now, as far as the gator man himself, we're still not sure. Because, again, we do think these signs are pretty reputable. And to back it up a little bit more, there are gator men in other places in the country. Oh, of course there are. Of course there are. Sort of like how there's a dog man in every state. Exactly. Um, now, these aren't in you every know, state. There's two kinds of people in the world. You're either a dog man or you're a gator man. A dog man or a gator man. you got to pick one. Team dog man, team gator man. You know that hit Hollywood rom-com, Must Love Gators? <laughs> 
<laughs> Excuse me. There's a rom-com called Must yes, Love. Yes, I know. I'm ready for Must Love Gators, though. I was kind of hoping you were going to posit a rom-com where a gator man and a dog man fall in love, even though they're from opposite sides of the tracks. Oh, oh well, the, that, that movie does That's exist. what it is. No, that movie does exist. It's called uh, You've Got Tail. Uh, they work in the same cryptid farm like what do they 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 work in a small cryptid store on cryptid street and they don't realize that they're each other's cryptid (laughs) e-pals they they met on uh craigslist misconnections as we know cryptids use we talk a lot about about craigslist they met on misconnections and they didn't realize that they're working in the very same pet shop for cryptids Wait, I'm sorry. Do you mean a pet shop where cryptids are the pets? No. Or a pet shop where where cryptids get their pets? Cryptids are not pets. That's unethical. What kind of pets do cryptids keep? (laughs) I don't know. You'd have to ask one. (laughs) Well, you know Mothman. Let's find our favorite cryptid. Owen? Owen? Yeah, come on in, buddy. Wow. Hello, you guys. Thanks for having me over. Oh, yeah, not a problem, man. Hey, quick question. Yeah, what's up? Uh, what kind of what kind of animals do cryptids keep as pets? Wow, I don't know. You see, I am uh, kind of allergic to dogs and stuff, but uh, I know uh, Mothman. He's got uh, like a hellhound or two, and uh, wow, I guess uh, I sure like birds. Interesting. We're gonna cover this on a future episode. <laughs> I really want to like. A spinoff episode now, like a spinoff series about the adventures of just like Owen Wilson in Crypton Town. I'm sorry, you guys, but I gotta go. I'm needed on set. You know, I'm an award-winning actor, so I have to go <laughs> do my job. Three, am I right? I have to go to uh, Wow. <laughs> I have to go get ready for Cars Four. Yeah, that's right. There's going to be a Cars Four, and that one you get to see the cars eat the people. <laughs> I do not like where this is going. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye, Owen. Uh, wow, it's so nice of him to stop by and I really give us appreciate his time. I know he's so busy. I really appreciate that. My favorite thing about that is how I knocked on the door and Owen came up to it. <laughs> that was a cool, fun trick that we did. Well, if you if you do that, he hears it as his call. It's his signal. <laughs> you got to do the special secret knock, and then he hears it from wherever he is in the world. It summons him. Somewhere, some kids were just, like, really disappointed on the Cars 3 premiere carpet because they were like, wow, oh, and then he just, like, vanished. <laughs> he was like... Wow, so needs me. Wow, I have to go. Um, anyway, back to the topic at hand. So, talking about these other gator men, because I think it might shed some light on our New Jersey situation up here. All right. Cryptopia.com. Um, which I want to go there. Yeah, right. Cryptopia. I'm here Take for me it. to Cryptopia. So, Cryptopia.com classifies gator men as a hybrid beast. So, like, there well, yeah. a few different classification systems. So, under monsters and under hybrid beasts, because it's, like, part gator, part man. All cryptid. I'm sorry, I haven't done the thing I should have done from the beginning for this, really mm-hmm. quick. Gator man, gator man, does whatever a gator can. <laughs> Swims in water, and you see a little bit of the top of his head. If you get too close, he bites off your leg. Look out! Here comes gator man. We'll work on that one. <laughs> I thought that was a good rough draft. It was, okay, honestly, it has a lot of potential. <laughs> I think we can polish it up, and we can really sell this one. Thank you. Uh, so, gator man. Okay. The other most common spots gator men are found, which to me make a lot more sense, are Florida and Louisiana. Well, and yeah, that's where alligators go. Yeah, and that's where people go, too, so it makes sense that the two of them would eventually go together. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it doesn't to me. <laughs> you know, when you live, you know, sometimes 
You shared the same ecosystem when for a long man enough. loves a gator. <laughs> you just you shared the same ecosystem for so long, and one day you just realized that the one you've been looking for was right in front of you all along. Well, not right in front of you, like in front of you and underneath the water with just the bit, the tippy top of their head poking out. I went like to back get back on the rom com track, like that weird like bubbly music and everything. He was a man from the city. <laughs> she <laughs> was a gator from the deep, dark Everglades. And they're about to find out they have more in common than they think. <laughs> Come on, bro. When you got to meet someone? I haven't met the right girl yet. <laughs> that was her talking to her girlfriends about why she's single. I think that was made clear by context. <laughs> If it sounds uh, darker and more well-insulated to you, it's because we're recording from uh, my new, like, pseudo-sound booth I built for audiobook recording. Or is I've been called, we've been lovingly calling it the suffering box. It's, yeah, it gets a little warm. It gets a little toasty in here. in here. A little bit. I am so sorry, guys. We cannot stay on track worth anything today. I'm sorry. Do they listen to the show for us to stay on track? These people are listening for quality, high-focus reporting, and that's what I aim to give. You're right. We are we are journalists. I consider myself to be a reputable journalist. This is um, fair and balanced cryptid journalism. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Cryptid News Network. That's what that means. CNN, more like Cryptid News Network. All right. Anyway. Anyway. That's how abbreviations work. Uh, let me just read you what Cryptopia says about Gatorman. Yes. These smart, sharp-toothed repto-hominids are said to lurk deep in the backwater sloughs of the American Southeast. Not to be confused with the New Jersey Gator Man, (laughs) which is said to be a bipedal creature with quasi-reptilian features. Oh! These aberrations of nature are both aquatic anomalies and hybrid beasts all rolled into one. So the Gator Man's like a poser. Yeah, well, no. But, like, he is from New Jersey. So, anyway. Um, Alex! <laughs> We're going to have to issue another apology to a state. Yeah. Like when I mispronounced Abilene, Texas. Yeah. You know what? I'm starting to think the Gator Man is just somebody with a really bad reaction to a spray tan. And it's made him look scaly. Or it's somebody with a really bad reaction to that serum that Mohinder used in Heroes. Remember Ooh. when Heroes was a good show? I do. It was a whole good season. The first season of Heroes is one of my favorite television shows of all time. And that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Rip. (laughs) Rip in peace. But I think this is a case where we can learn more about the New Jersey Gator Man by looking at his, uh, what do I want to say? Colleagues? That's not right. Compatriots? His contemporaries. That's what I mean. (laughs) His peers? If I keep going through C words, I'll find it eventually. Contemporaries is the word I was looking for. Peers is good, too. Uh, So... Competition. Competitors. <laughs> Classmates? <laughs> mm. I want to see that classroom. All right, anyway. College roommates. Hey, 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 Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Addison. Hey, Alex. How does, uh, how does, um, how does, uh, the, the, the New Jersey Gator Man see if he feels like he's, uh, in good enough shape to go down to the Jersey Shore? I don't know, Addison. How does the New Jersey Gator Man see, like, he feels if he's in good enough shape to go down to the Jersey Shore? <laughs> he weighs himself on a scale. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Was that was that good for you people listening at home? Was that a good sound for you? <laughs> so the other gator men are arguably more gator than man. They're like gators 
They're like the the gator equivalent of werewolves, right? Except like without the shifting, but you know when a I werewolf thought, is in its wolf form oh, and it's yeah. like very bestial but still has like a couple humanistic qualities. Whereas it seems like the Florida gator man is more man than gator. Oh, how I like them. I was really trying not to make that sexy in any way, shape, or form, and I'm really upset you still found a way. Nature finds a way. No, stop. <laughs> you ruined Jurassic Park forever. That's impossible. I am not powerful enough to take down now Jurassic Park. I'm thinking about Park. sexy dinosaurs. <laughs> I hate this. Di- so, dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Addison is making fun of me because I earlier said I was going to spend this whole episode talking about Jurassic Park, and I have not yet done that. But, like, you could just assume at any given moment that I'm thinking about Jurassic Park. I really love Jurassic Park, guys. Okay. Can I'm we sorry. please talk? Can I say a thing I never thought I would say again? <laughs> yes. Can we please go back to talking about the sexy alligators? <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm sorry to ask another real quick question. No yucking any yums. No shame in anyone's game. I'm not talking any crap on furries. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. But serious question. If you're a furry and you're like, Sona, so to speak, is like a gator or like a sexy lizard man, are you a scaly? I think you're overlooking the more important question, which is, have we just cracked the case of the New Jersey gator man wide open? Yes, yes, yes. Was yes, there like yes, a yes. beach time furry con that we just missed in 1973? Because like... That was still kind of a taboo subject at the time, mm-hmm. and also, like, as of today. <laughs> I was going to say, no, Um, there wasn't a con that we missed in 1973, or rather there was. It was called the 70s, when people were just running all over doing all kinds of wild stuff. Fair. Actually, also, I got to bring something up. If this all happened in the 70s, I'm going to have to introduce that there was a lot of psychotropic drug use. And also a lot of government experimentation <laughs> on people. When was MKUltra? Um, I don't know offhand. All right. I think it was around late 60s, early 70s. People being dosed. There were people being dosed with LSD without their knowledge. Mm-hmm. And might the see red something. fire starter. And the government was also giving people superpowers <laughs> just so they could track them down later. I mean, I've seen With all, their murder cars. I mean, I've seen all of X-Men. I know about government <laughs> superpower experiments. I've seen Deadpool, Alex. Oh, you're so right. I was so um, wrong. Real quick, let me pause it. New Jersey Gator Man. Unmasked Deadpool. <sighs> I don't think Deadpool would have been content to, like, quietly roam around in the algae. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to take some time and find himself. You're right. The New Jersey Gator Man was just Deadpool having a zen moment. <laughs> Oh, this is going off the rails. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Alex. Please forgive me. This is going so off the rails. Alex, please forgive me. It's so warm in this recording. (laughs) We're both like losing our mind. Get a little bit of brain fever here. Let me open up the curtain a little bit. So let me just talk a little bit more about these other gator men and then we can get back around to the end of all of this. I'm so sorry for what I've done to you today. So the New Jersey gator man is bipedal and has reptilian features. The Louisiana Mm. and Florida gator men are like these aquatic hybrid beasts. So they're like equal parts. How are they described? Um, well, let me tell you. Tell me, please. They are about five feet long with a child-sized torso, which tapers off into a long, muscular tail, complete with stubby gator-like legs and seems to represent a physical bridge between mammals and reptiles. They're like a horrible, like, merman? Kind of. A murder man? They're like, uh, well, you know how people have, like, 
the torso of a human and like the lower body of like a fish. These are like mer people, except they have like the lower body of a gator and also the top part of a gator. <laughs> well, you described a childlike torso. Yes, but like still scaly. Okay. Mm. So eyewitnesses describe the body of this aquatic hominid as covered with a thin sheen of greenish scales, with webbing between the toes and fingers, and a mouthful of what has been described as razor sharp teeth. Ooh, spooky. It gets a little weirder from there. Oh, it does? Perhaps the most frightening aspect of these creatures is their apparent ability to reason. <gasps> yeah, they apparently travel in small tribes, and they have allegedly developed a rudimentary language based on howls and grunts, and have even mastered the use of basic tools. Um, now, this is not necessarily as confirmed as other cryptids. There have been a number of hoaxes regarding, like, the gator men in this area. Okay. A lot of, like, faux fossilized, you know, mm. gators that have Like have that merman? Up. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's some cool-looking ones. If you want, like, neat pictures, just, like, Google... Uh, Florida Gator Man hoax, and you'll see like the carcasses right. and, and skeletons and fossils they came ah, up with. Neat. They're interesting. Um, they kind of look just super weird, but that's that. Um, I'm gonna pull it back to Jurassic Park real quick for a second and yes. say Velociraptors doors. They learned how to open doors. You're so right. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna bring it back around to actually, and this is why I was originally thinking I was gonna talk about Jurassic Park all episode <laughs> because. Um, these Florida Gator men are said basically to originate from the Everglades. And um, even, like, there's some talk, speculation about them arriving as early as, like, the 1700s, which makes me think they were there earlier and just hadn't been, like, quantifiably described. Mm -hmm. And there is some belief among a very small subset of cryptozoologists, myself now included, that these are migratory animals. Yeah, so started out in Florida. And the ones in Louisiana are from Florida originally. Okay. And it might even explain why we would have, like, a loner New Jersey gator man all the way up there. Who summers in New Jersey? <laughs> well, maybe he got lost during a migration. <laughs> that was very judgmental. There are probably a lot of people with vacation homes in New Jersey yeah, that are going to write me hate mail now. I don't mean it. Maybe, like, you know, if you're spending your winter down in Florida, maybe, like, was just trying to find their way further up the coast and yeah. went too far. Maybe there was a tropical storm that knocked them off balance. Mm. I would have to go back and look at the weather records for 1973, but it might make an interesting study. Yeah. so That would be cool if we ever did any in-depth research, like, spanning that long of time. Yeah, but anyway, so where I'm going with that is if we're going to assume that there are these creatures off the coast of North America that were emerging from the water and have formed, like, tribal-type, like, systems of thought and reasoning and communication and that they were there at least as early as the 1700s, I'm thinking that doesn't sound so far off from how, like, mammalian evolution progressed, just happening later down the line. So uh, when we started out with, like, these primeval mammals who sort of went along the same, you know what I'm talking about, with, like, Cro-Magnon yes. men and, like, those early hominids. Yes, I'm just being evolving in that by way. fear. Then what if there was a similarly structured reptilian evolutionary tree? And we just haven't gotten far enough along in it yet to see fully formed reptilian humans. Although it would indicate some sort of interesting fact that the New Jersey Gator Man was further along than its contemporaries down in Florida and Louisiana because it's more humanoid than it is reptilian. It's the next iteration coming along to yep. signify the coming extinction of the previous... Of the, yeah, the... I don't, I'm sorry, the reason I'm not reacting very much is because I am currently, like, paralyzed by fear at the idea that there are uh, reptilian humans coming to, into being. 
Um, also, there already are fully formed reptilian humans. They live inside the hollow moon and they're masquerading as various politicians and world leaders. Also, they're Nazis. You remember, like, they're the Nazi reptiles from the moon? Did you ever see that? There was literally a movie that came out that was called, like, Moon Nazis. And no. the premise was that, like, all of them, like... No, but remember that French movie we watched where the people were lizard people? Good Lord, that was so weird. That was so Remember that weird. French movie we watched that was about a, like, um, a steampunk, like, alt history and then instead turned out to be about lizard people? It was sold to me as, like, a Miyazaki-esque steampunk adventure and it ended up being about lizard people and their conspiracy to enslave scientists. <laughs> <laughs> which is nothing like Jurassic Park, which is where I said I was going with it's this. the opposite of Basically, Jurassic Park. you're so right, which is about scientists, scientists enslaving, enslaving lizards. lizards. Uh, yes. That's what Jurassic Park's about, right? Yeah, that's absolutely the way I got from Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, but no, so it's my thought that maybe this represents some sort of fascinating, if not true, then at least intriguing look into a what might be if humans had evolved along a reptilian line instead of mammalian. They're coming. We're going to go extinct, and then from the ashes of humanity will rise a new people. Well, we wouldn't go extinct because they're not on the same Lineage is us. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying, we're going to go extinct no matter what. We're going extinct. <laughs> Humanity's on its way out. Nature finds a way, Dr. Sattler. <laughs> but, um, and from the ashes of humanity rises... Man kills dinosaurs. Dinosaurs eats man. <laughs> woman inherits the earth. It's, that's the best monologue. Um, actually, like... Serious question, is this what's, is this Scientology? This is Scientology. You're right. Are you ready to welcome the lizard man into your heart? <laughs> oh, my God. We've spent so much time together talking about this. Addison, now I have to ask you. Are you ready, Addison? Are you ready? Here with me in this dark booth that you have set aside for us in this consecrated space. Are you ready to accept the New Jersey Gator Man into your heart? Is this confession? Are you, Addison? Because if you're not, we need to burn this recording. <laughs> is this a baptism? It's not a baptism. I'm just asking you if you're ready to fully commit unwaveringly to the tenets of Scientology and our lizard god. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gator Man. Oh, oh my Gator Man. Ah, <laughs> uh, the transformation has begun. Oh, wait, really quick. I'm bringing it to a lot of media right now. Did you ever read the Goosebumps book where it was like a kid kept getting calls from the like creeps it was like the creeps were calling no i don't know they were like lizard people (laughs) of course and spoiler alert for a goosebumps book that came out in like 1997 but at the end it turned out that he was also a creep in a human suit and had forgot he was a creep so (laughs) he was a sleeper cell a creeper (laughs) cell he ripped off his human suit and joined with his lizard-like brethren uh, to wreak (laughs) havoc upon the humans uh that's such a heartwarming coming of age i actually loved my favorite genre of Goosebumps books, which which should have predicted what kind of person I would grow up to be, were the kind where the person turned out to be revealed to be a monster as well at the end, but not like in a sad, scary way, like when the girl realized she was actually dead and she was the ghost, but like in a fun way where it was like, <laughs> um, come join your monster family. Yeah, yeah. A little like Twilight zone but like on a much happier note. Exactly. The creep, the exact, I think it was called Calling All Creeps. Huh, okay. Someone's going to tweet at me and confirm this. I, I can dig it. Or tell me I'm a big dumb dummy. You know how our <laughs> listeners talk to us. And hopefully oh. they'll all forget that part where I tried to convert you to Scientology. <laughs> and hopefully the Church of Scientology will forget and not come after me in the night. <laughs> uh, well, as long as you haven't given them any of your personal information, you should be okay. I mean, my Twitter account's unlocked. <laughs> no, I just meant, like, they, like, blackmail people, like, 
when people try to leave the church, it's a thing. I'm enough to cut this out because I don't want <laughs> to get like nailed for this, but it's true. Like, actually, real quick, go listen to the Ono Ross and Carrie series on Scientology. Oh, um, that's so good. Uh, it's excellent. But it's, I'm so sorry. Do you have anything else to tell me about Gator Men? No, I kind of wanted to land on that horrifying note about alt history. <laughs> so that wraps it up for me. I'm so like, so to wrap that that concept up, you're just you're saying that um, you heard it here first, folks. Humanity humanity's time is coming to an end, and from the ashes will rise a new kingdom. This is why people have been inherently afraid of New Jersey all this time, because deep within us, we knew. <laughs> we knew. We held within us the memory of an older time, and we knew that this day was coming. There was like a genetic memory that New Jersey is the place <laughs> from which our destruction will be birthed from the waters of New Jersey. This was where it was always coming from, from the Jersey Shore. It was always going to end this way. From the Jersey Shore was birthed humanity's destruction. Only Jeff Goldblum can save us now. <laughs> Which is how I feel about a lot of situations. Um, except for he has... Happy belated a- Independence Day, by the way. Oh, yeah. But Jeff Goldblum has his own issues with, like, human-animal hybrids. Have you not seen uh, The Fly? Are you implying that I haven't consumed every piece of media that Jeff Goldblum is in ever? I have not, actually. But what I have we, seen The Fly. What if we did a The Fly remake starring Jeff Goldblum, but instead of The Fly, it was the gator, and he was a gator, and it was how he became the gator man. And, and also, all the roles are played by Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. It's a movie where every role is played by Jeff Goldblum, but about a uh, lizard scientist, a scientist of lizards, not a lizard scientist, mm-hmm. on, for now. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he performs an experiment, much like his experiment in The Fly, and uh, the result is himself turning into a lizard man. Except for, unlike The Fly, which had a very sad ending, this one just kind of ends with him, like, diving into the waters of New Jersey and being like, this is where I, this is where I feel good. I thought you hated that Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I hate that Spider-Man movie. Get that away from me. It's no good. Well, the plot you just described is the lizard, basically. No, because he's not pretending to be a Spider-Man villain. Okay. I want some, like, really intense Jeff Goldblum-centered body horror where he grows, like, scales and spines and stuff. And then you want that arc in Heroes where Mohinder gives himself lizard scales because he's trying to be a hero, too. No, but I want it in a movie. But you want Jeff Goldblum And I want it in Jeff Goldblum. Okay, you're so right. Oh, Alex. What if I told you that DVD comes included with your Scientology <laughs> starter package? I would say that's very tempting. Join us, Addison. I would say that's very tempting. And also, why are you trying to convert me to the Church of Improv? <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> yes, and our God is a powerful God. <laughs> yes, and he came down to Earth on an alien spaceship. <laughs> yes, and he lives in the rivers of New Jersey and in the waters of the Jersey Shore, and he's covered in scales and spines. Yes, and he and the Beast of Bray Road are going to make a beautiful couple. They so are... I think that wraps it up for us today. <laughs> do you have any ratings for me? Wait, do you have any survival tips? I'm worried that if I do, we'll go off for another 40 minutes. <laughs> Alex, please. Uh, so the thing is that the Gator Man doesn't have any record of actually attacking people. I keep talking about, like, relatively harmless creatures on this one. But I think that the Gator Man is just sort of biding his time until he has amassed enough of an army to overtake all of humanity and, like, enforce his new lineage of gator-based horror upon the Earth. So in that inevitable day, we don't have any hope. What kind of government do you think the lizard people will live by? Are they a democracy type? Are they anarchy? Um, Are they oligarchy? <gasps> is it going to be like Planet of the Apes? It might be. Planet of the Lizards? Planet of the Apes is getting like mad upsetting as a movie like franchise now. Like yeah, It's it raising is. some deep questions and I'm not ready for Andy Serkis to look into my soul like that. <laughs> oh, Planet of the Apes has always freaked me out. The only thing about 
I mean, the first time I saw it, I was only freaked out because of all of Charlton Heston's chest hair, but it's very much. <laughs> but then as it, as the franchise continued, ugh, it starts to come up with some some stuff. Animal testing is bad. Okay, anyway. Uh, so that'll do it for us. Uh, we do have a special guest next week. Oh, yeah, next week. Do you want to talk about that or are we going to leave it a secret? Ooh, um, no, I want to tell everybody. Next week, uh, we will be having on Stephen Ray Morris of The Purrcast, which is an amazing podcast where he interviews people about their cats and also interviews their cats. And um, Stephen Ray Morris is amazing. If, but um, he can be found working on, as well as his own shows, uh, like his own shows, The Purrcast and See Jurassic Right, he can be found working on My Favorite Murder and Mother May I Sleep With Podcast, which is a Lifetime movie podcast and like a plethora of other things. He is a podcasting superstar, and we are so excited to have him on. Yeah, pretty hyped for that. Pretty hyped. So um, do we have any announcements? Um, we're still not up to 50 reviews yet, so there's still time to get into our next uh, oh. sticker giveaway, if you want. Uh, I want to thank a new Patreon donor. Thank you to new Patreon donor Logan Jenkins. I'm going to laugh so hard <laughs> if you forget to take out all the audio in this episode you said you were going to take out. No, I'm going to take it all out. Thank you for becoming a new Patreon donor. We appreciate it so much. If you want to thank you just like this on the show, you should consider becoming a donor yourself. It feels good to support art, and also sometimes you get free stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate all of the support that our fans give us in any form in which it comes. Oh, my gosh, Whether yes. that's just through your support, through talking it up to your friends, through fan art, through fan art, through joining us in our Facebook group and just yes. chatting to us about the show. We really thrive on your direct feedback, and we appreciate that. If that's the contribution you have to give. If Absolutely. you feel moved to um, by my Scientological pleas, or if you just generally want to give back to the show in a financial way, there are perks for that. Um, we have polls that'll help you vote and give direct feedback on what the next episodes will be. We have blooper reels for you. We have some ASMR audios. We have some stickers coming out that are donor exclusive. We, we have donor exclusive stickers. We um, you have recipe cards. Yeah, we recently released like some cryptid themed cocktail recipe cards. So if you want to brew up some cocktail beverage is for you and your friends. We are also planning a donor-exclusive movie night via Rabbit, which is a streaming service where we will be doing a screening of the uh, Woods Monster-centered horror film Dark Was the Night. Yeah, so you can hang out with us on Rabbit and stream with us, and it'll basically be like we're your real-life everyday friends. It'll be like watching a movie together with your pals. Um, and uh, just real quick, social media reminders. We are on Facebook at The Cryptic Keeper. We are on Twitter at Crypt Keep Pod, C-R-Y-P-K-E-E-P-P-O-D. We are on Patreon at The Cryptid Keeper, and we have a Facebook group for everyone to hang out and chill and share cryptid-type stuff, and that is The Cryptid Keeper Appreciation Group. And regular, as always, shout-out to the creator of our theme song, Andrew Giada. And do you have anything else to say? Nope. So with that, with that, sorry, this one got so weird, and we hope we can keep you around. Even after that mess. Even after that, and stay safe out there. <laughs>